Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we unlock the novel, Gone with the Wind. The novel's author, Margaret Mitchell, was born in Atlantic City, Georgia in the southern United States. As a youth, she frequently overheard her father discussing the Civil War in the South with others, and as a result, she developed a keen interest in history. Thereafter, she devoted herself to studying the history of the Civil War, as well as what social life in the South, especially Georgia, was like during the Reconstruction era that followed. After she married, persuaded by her husband, she used her grandmother, Annie Fitzgerald Stevens, as inspiration to create the classic literary female character Scarlett O'Hara as the heroine in her masterpiece Gone with the Wind. It was a phenomenon. In the year following its publication in 1936, the novel won the Pulitzer Prize as well as the National Book Award, and millions of copies have been sold. Shortly after winning the awards, the novel was adapted for the big screen and ultimately won a total of 10 Oscar awards, becoming a movie classic in its own right. Originally, the author titled the book Tomorrow is Another Day, a phrase that summed up the life philosophy of its protagonist, Scarlett. In the process of double-checking the book's historical facts and plotlines, Mitchell decided to change the book's title to Gone with the Wind, after being enchanted by a line from the poem Kinara by American poet Ernest Dowson which reads, I have been faithful to thee, Kinara. In my fashion, I have forgot much, Kinara. Gone with the wind. Mitchell likened the war to a hurricane that swept across the south. Amidst this hurricane, the lives of the southern nobility were irrevocably altered, and the book portrayed the challenging transition from slavery to capitalism in the region. The novel's portrayal of women as resilient, independent and willing to tirelessly fight for better lives for themselves and their families makes this novel a timeless classic. Upon its publication, the U.S. was recovering from the Great Depression, a period of hardship that President Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal was unable to alleviate. As a result, the unrelenting spirit exemplified by Scarlett served as a great source of motivation for the public. At the same time, the feminist ideals embodied by Scarlett, a modern woman who dared to go against the patriarchal norms and pursue a life for herself, were also perfectly aligned with the feminist wave that was gaining momentum at the time. Scarlett became the feminine representation of bravery, intelligence and independence. Even in the movies, Scarlett's character comes across as indomitable, to the extent that people might feel that her life was not so difficult after all. However, if you take a close look at the novel, its intricate descriptions will present you with a more nuanced and realistic character portrayal. Now, we will discuss this book for you in three parts, during which we will thoroughly explore the character of Scarlet as well as gain a deeper understanding of the social challenges that existed during those tumultuous times. In part one, using the timeline of the war as a basis, we will recount to you the major upheavals in the lives of Scarlet and those around her, as well as look at the relationship entanglements between her, Rhett Butler and Ashley Wilkes. In part two, we will analyze the key aspects of Scarlett's character, investigate how she embodies feminist ideals, as well as discuss the root cause of her tragic love affair with Rhett. In part three, we will take you on a journey through the antebellum South and see how their traditional lifestyles went gone with the wind, and how the author perceived all these changes.
American academic and author Carol Smith Rosenberg once said, 19th century American society provided but one socially respectable, non-deviant role for women, that of loving wife and mother. Thus women, who presumably came in assorted psychological and intellectual shapes and sizes, had to find adjustment in one prescribed social role, one that demanded continual self-abnegation and a desire to please others. Before the American Civil War, the South practiced a slave economy, and the entire region held strongly conservative views in which men were the absolute head of the household and women were subordinate. For women, the primary function in life was to try their best to get married, and thereafter face a life of having something to eat and a lot of work and having to put up with a man's foolishness, and a baby every year. Scarlett's mother Ellen precisely embodies this classic tragedy. Ellen was born into a family of aristocrats and married the 43-year-old Gerald when she was only 15. After getting married, her youth and passion would disappear from her life forevermore. She took care of all things big and small at Terra, commanding servants to cook and clean, organizing the creation of large batches of clothes in the house, maintaining the plantation's financial accounts and tending to the sick. She would often be kept busy from morning till night, without taking a break or even taking the time for a meal. When Scarlett experienced heartbreak for the first time and rushed to her mother for some comfort, her mother had neither time nor patience to hear her out. While everybody was happily attending the ball at Twelve Oaks, her mother had to stay home to review the accounts. Her life was neither idyllic nor blissful, and in her opinion, that was how a woman's life was meant to be. Yet Scarlett refused such a destiny, thereby manifesting the spirit of feminism. From a young age, she failed to take well to a lady's education as her mother had and behaved more like a boy. She enjoyed riding horses and climbing trees, and she spoke her mind freely instead of keeping her thoughts to herself like other girls of her ilk typically did. She enjoyed flirting with boys everywhere and driving them to a state of desperation to win her affection and it was in her relationships with men that her character's desire to control and dominate others first became evident. She took care of her interests and needs and did not attempt to curb her desires like others. When she was unable to tolerate the various stifling norms of widowhood any further, she followed her heart's desire and danced with Rhett in plain sight of others. During the Northern Army's siege, Scarlet single-handedly helped Melanie give birth, remaining calm and decisive during the stressful delivery. After serving as a midwife during the birth, she braved tremendous danger to ensure that the helpless mother and infant son reached home safely. Even though she hated Melanie and saw her as a rival and burden, she remained committed to fulfilling her promise to Ashley, even if it meant placing herself in imminent danger. This sort of unwavering loyalty and commitment to one's word was considered a masculine quality at the time. After returning to Tara and seeing that her home had been turned upside down, she took up the heavy burden of rebuilding her home and successfully put the workings of the household back on track. After she married Frank, Scarlett discovered that he was unable to run a sawmill, and hastily started her own business. People at the time held a traditionally narrow-minded view that men were infinitely capable whereas women were stupid. However, she felt that women could manage everything in the world without men's help except having babies. Indeed, she was able to rely solely on her outstanding accounting skills and her natural flair for business to turn the lumber business into a thriving one. Due to several unexpected events during her life, 
Scarlet's true nature was unleashed from deep within her, and she subverted traditional values in a revolutionary way. In the contexts of war and post-war reconstruction, she very quickly became the embodiment of the new woman of that era, independent in spirit, independent in her finances, and able to support herself and a large family. While Scarlet's character is tough, brave, adaptable and resolute, she also exhibits several flaws. Many people feel that she is willful and unremorseful and that it is because of this she missed her chance at sharing true love with Rhett. However, is she solely to blame for being unable to be with Rhett in the end? Indeed, Scarlet was always infatuated with Ashley and had never once examined the truth of her feelings towards him. Not until Melanie's death did she realize that her so-called love for Ashley was merely a little girl's inability to let go of something she wanted but could not have. Yet did Ashley not play a part in her entanglement with him? Did Ashley ever love Scarlet back? The answer is a definite yes. Before Ashley got married, he was in fact in love with Scarlet, as she possessed a sort of passion for life that he lacked and envied. However, he believed that they could not be together as they were too different from each other. On the other hand, Melanie had similar interests as him, and he believed that only a marriage built on similarities could work out well. Hence, even though he married Melanie, he in fact remained in love with Scarlet and frequently comforted her when she was despondent. He made Scarlet as well as himself believe that the only reason he was unable to express his feelings towards her or make any advances on her, was because his hands were tied by an unspoken moral code. It took Melanie's death for him to realize that Melanie was in fact the true love of his life. If he had come to his senses earlier and made his stance clear to Scarlet, Scarlet might have given her heart to Rhett sooner. As the other half of the relationship, Rhett also bears responsibility for the success or failure of their relationship. Rhett was always unwilling to sincerely profess his love for Scarlet, often feigning indifference and emphasizing his apathy towards her, even mocking her and saying vile things to her. He demonstrated his love in silence through action and hoped that she would come to understand his feelings on her own. Yet Scarlet's personality was more innocent and straightforward, and she was not able to grasp Rhett's roundabout ways of showing love. Although there were times when she suspected that he did harbor feelings for her, for instance when Rhett would often appear by her side unexpectedly to protect her while she was carrying Frank's child, and also tried to second-guess his intentions on multiple occasions, but due to Rhett's constant brainwashing, she ultimately believes that Rhett did not love her. She concluded that Rhett only sought her companionship because he had no better choice. When they ran into marital conflicts after tying the knot, Rhett did not fulfill his duties as a husband attempting to resolve the conflicts. Rather, he chose to escape these problems with alcohol, seeking to vent his frustrations with female companionship at brothels, and finally, he transferred his feelings onto his child. Not once did he think about how his own actions could hurt his wife. Rhett was completely aware of Scarlett's persistent feelings towards Ashley and of Scarlett's straightforward personality. If he had been willing to take the first step in making a compromise and sincerely confess his feelings to Scarlett, Scarlett would have relented earlier and turned back before it was too late. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for Buki at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.